I'm Khalil A. Colonna, and this is Nashville. Looking at footage of the Maui wildfires, one can't help but get emotional. Rarely has our country seen such a level of destruction. On Tuesday, the county of Maui reported that more than 6,500 acres have been burned. For reference, that's over 10 square miles destroyed. Right now, the death toll sits at 115, and that number is expected to climb. According to officials, there are over 1,000 people still missing. Even though Nashville is more than 4,000 miles away, there are Nashvillians who have close ties to Maui. They have friends and loved ones that they're worried about. So they're organizing and creating systems of support. Later this hour, we'll talk with them about the welfare of their loved ones and what they're planning to do to provide support. We'll also talk about the ethical issues of vacationing in Hawaii and the potential surge of property sales. But first, it's day four of the special legislative session on public policy, and we thought this would be the final day. But lawmakers delivered a surprising decision this morning. The Senate extended the special session into Monday. Here to discuss that move is state politics reporter Blaze Ganey, who's been at the Capitol every day this week. Hey, Blaze, good to see you again. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. So the rumblings you heard about the session extending have now come true. Tell us what's going on between the Senate and the House. Yeah, in a nutshell, they're a House divided, both literally and figuratively. figuratively. But, um, you know, it's a supermajority Republican Party. And I think this shows that there's some infighting going on if they can't come to agree on bills they want to pass within the week. Um, they're essentially playing political chicken run at this point. The Senate and House are driving cars headed towards each other and trying to see who will be the first to cave. Mm. Um, because, you know, one doesn't want to pass bills and the other does, it seems like we're just really not sure where this is going to end at this point. And I'm not really sure on what uh, legislation they'll move forward. At this point, they haven't put forth a single idea that's theirs. So maybe next week they'll come back and do something. Yeah, and that was Cameron Sexton talking about the Senate. He really took a jab at them saying, like, the only thing you've done is pass the governor's bills, come up with some ideas of your own. And on the Senate side, they're basically calling the House's bluff, saying they've done all they've been told to. We've completed what the governor has asked us to do. And what McNally is referring to is the Senate's work in advancing four of the seven bills in the governor's package. One's an appropriation bill, which includes money to fund the special session, which costs $58,000 a day. Mm. Another gives out free gun locks to residents at their request and makes guns, gun safes tax-free. The other makes the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation submit a report on the status of human trafficking in the state. But they tabled almost every other bill that they had. And at this point, they say they don't plan to take up any of the bills that the House are sending over. Now, the House ended up meeting later than expected after 4.30 p.m. What's the latest update from there? You know, they're doing exactly what Sexton said earlier. They're passing bills that they think can improve public safety in the state. So they've passed one that allows victims and families of victims of aggravated stalking to gain a lifetime order of uh, protection order against their perpetrator. Another that removes autopsies of minor victims from public record. That one in particular is what the Covenant School families have been asking for. And they are likely very happy that it passed, but also sort of let down that the Senate seems not not willing to take any action on it. Okay, let's step back from the lawmakers real quick. Let's take us into those sessions where emotions were running high again for the Tennesseans who were attending. Yeah, I mean, all week long it's just been 
really an emotional roller coaster um, from crying in committees after hearing testimony from parents of Covenant School children to applauding at the failure of a bill that would allow gun permit holders to carry firearms onto school campuses to booing as they get told to leave a committee room for clapping. Um, earlier when the House session ended, they really let the House Speaker Cameron Sexton hear it. Yeah, they were asking him to resign or more so demanding that he resign. Um, and for those who couldn't tell, that was in the middle of uh, reporters, me and others, uh, trying to interview him and ask him exactly what's going on. Why is the Senate adjourned, you know, uh, recessing for the weekend and you all are still here passing bills? And now those demonstrations and outbursts, those happened right there in the moment. You also have been hearing some more measured and nuanced responses, including from the families at the Covenant School. Tell us, what was their message this afternoon? Yeah, their group, Covenant Families in Action, gathered at the Capitol this afternoon, actually, to make some statements to the media and other people in attendance. They were obviously upset and concerned about the status of the Senate bill not moving. Uh, I think they had already gotten word that the House was willing to advance uh, the autopsy bill that they were looking forward to. But they're especially eager for lawmakers to pass bills that have to do with schools and keeping weapons out of schools and also just enhancing school safety. So two of the bills that the House had already advanced, uh, one I mentioned earlier with the autopsies, but the other would actually d make sure that sc schools differentiate fire alarms from mass shooting alerts. Mm. And uh, Covenant parent Melissa Alexander says it's just not fair that the Senate gave themselves a long weekend when she and other parents are juggling full-time jobs and still making time to be at the Capitol every day. I mean, they're there when I'm there. None of us have seen our children this week because of the long hours and early mornings we have spent here at the Capitol. But then again, some of our friends will never, ever see their children again. So as you can tell there, they're just distraught that, you know, they really thought this special session was in a way called for them and for the things that they wanted. And it seems like we could end special session without anything they wanted to happen. Hmm. So the session picks back up on Monday. It seems that there are a few options for what could happen next as these lawmakers try to get on the same page. What would you say are the possible paths for forward? Yeah, I mean, there are several chances here. As I said earlier, both chambers are essentially playing chicken. The Senate could veer off first and decide to pick up the bills the Senate sends over. But they'd take a lot. That'd take a lot. Uh, they'd have to reopen their committees, pass bills through their chamber, then ultimately pass them in a floor session. If they do that, I'd imagine they'd be into special session until probably late Tuesday. Mm. Um, another option is they could refuse to pick up any of the bills the House has sent over. At that point, the House would have to decide if they want to have a conference committee and sort of come to some resolution and get something worked out. But whatever happens, you can expect I'll be right there coming, uh, covering it and making sure that we have the latest up to date. Blaze Ganey has covered every twist and turn of this special session thus far. He covers state politics for WPLN, and you can catch his updates on social media and our session live blog at the top of our homepage at WPLN.org. We have to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Maui wildfires with Tennesseans who have strong ties to Hawaii. You can join the conversation by tweeting us at This Is Nashville. We'll be right back.